Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's the final hour on this Thursday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Paulie just informed me that we have a saucy new poll question for the final hour. Are you doing the honors? Laden. Are you doing the honors or is Seton doing the honors, Paulie? I'll do this one. All right. I, I threw these three athletes out there because we're discussing them right now, even literally today. Mm-hmm. And they're also at junctions in their life, their sports careers. Mm-hmm. Who would you buy stock in for the next decade? Which of these athletes would you buy stock in for the next decade? Shohei Otani, mm-hmm. Caitlin Clark, or Caleb Williams? Shohei Otani. Playing in a big market, playing for the Dodgers. Uh, he's known worldwide. You got the Japanese market as well. There's still a fascination with him, pitcher and hitter. Caleb, I'm not quite sure. Caitlin, I don't know how much exposure she will get when she goes to the WNBA. I'm sure ESPN, if she goes to Indiana, will have her on as often as possible. You know, we see these athletes who are more famous in college than they are when they get to the pros, and that might be the case with Caitlin Clark. I I would still say Shohei Otani because that's he's a big deal worldwide. Caitlin Clark is a big deal here in the United States. Caleb Williams, I just don't know. And if he goes to the Bears, I really don't know. He did have an interesting quote yesterday when he met with the media. And he was talking, he was saying all the right things. He was talking about Chicago, going there, you know, uh, Michael Jordan, Walter Payton. But he said something that stood out, and it was small. He said, I'm not pushing any agenda. At the end of the day, the Bears have the last say. And then he says, regardless of how I feel, I'm not pushing an agenda of, yeah, I want to go, or no, I don't want to go. I'm excited for whatever comes. So the line there, regardless of how I feel, that kind of jumped out at me. Now, that was in print. I, I don't know if anybody had audio of that. But when you say, regardless of how I feel, hey, I'm excited for whatever comes. That doesn't ex- sound like, hey, if I go to the Bears, I'm excited for that. It feels like, I got feelings. I'm not going to tell you my feelings. But I'll make the best of it if I go to the Bears. But deep down, I'd probably like to go to the Washington Commanders. That's what I took away from that. Does he want to go to the Bears? 
I don't know if he wants to. I think he wants to be the number one pick. There's more money. But you, you're going to look at the history of the Bears. Not that Washington has been a great place, you know, the last you know, 20 years or so. But the Bears, you play in those conditions. Uh, you do have a legitimate number one receiver. You got a good tight end. They bolstered the line there. You got some defensive players. Uh, you know, although you got the same coach that you had, and he got rid of you know some of his assistant coaches to keep his job. Yes, Eden. It's like sometimes we forget that where he wants to go is the NFL. Everywhere, everything else is pretty much irrelevant. I mean, all of these teams that are going to take him stink. So yeah. where he wants to go is uh, whatever place wants him. Well, the Bears haven't committed to him. Right. And Washington can't say, like, you don't want to ruin any kind of, give them more leverage here. You want to make sure that you, you know, Washington's going to do it. They're going to interview all these uh, quarterbacks. They've interviewed all six quarterbacks that I think are at the Combine who could go in the first round, could go in the first round. Uh, the Bears aren't going to tip their hand. I truly believe that Justin Fields has already been told that he's going to be traded. I, I believe that. I think that he is, he'll be aware of he's going to be traded. If they want to do right by him, then do right by him, which if you believe that, then they're going to say, hey, we're going to, we're going to get you into another camp as soon as possible. Uh, you know, you're going to relocate, and we're going to do right by you. Like, if, you, if they say that and that's what they really mean, fine. I'm okay with that. I don't, like Ryan Poles, the GM, should be doing right by the franchise, not Justin Fields. That's the cold, harsh reality of this. But I think if the Bears are going to take Caleb Williams, then they probably already let Justin Fields know, hey, we're going to trade you. The question is where we're going to trade you and what we can get in return. You know, we'd like to be able to, if you want to go to Atlanta, which is where you're from, you know, we're listening to them. Now, they don't have to tell him that. But if you're telling me if you want to do right by him, and I'm going to take the GM at his word, then you've probably had a conversation with him. Yeah, Paul. And, and if you're Caleb Williams, even, even if like it was back-channeled and your agent is talking to Washington and you, you're trying to help them out, like you said, it'd be smart for him to be non-committal. So it puts Washington in a position where they don't have to trade for him or have to break the bank because he's announced something. If you go back, there was an interview about a year ago with Eli Manning. He says he tried to keep all the stuff with the Chargers and the Giants secret. He said his agent talked to the Chargers and said, Please don't don't draft me. Don't make this into a situation. And who know, whoever let it out, the Chargers or other, to paint Eli as the bad guy. Yeah, and they did a pretty good job of that. But I don't know if Caleb like Caleb has the personality. It feels like to say, "Hey, I don't want to go there. Yeah, I want to play for Washington. That's where I'm from." But you have to be quiet. Like you can't say that. But then if the Bears do take you. Are you going to go there? And it felt like yesterday he kind of put an end to that possibility of him pulling an Eli Manning or a John Elway. All right, final hour. We say good morning if you're watching on Peacock. Thank you for downloading the app. And uh, so we have our saucy question. Caitlin Clark, Caleb Williams, or Shohei Otani, and you get to uh, invest in that stock. Are all the stocks the same price? Well, you could make this the case that Clark's stock is very hot right now, very high, and go to the NBA is a big shift. Otani's stock is high, getting higher, becoming a Dodger, but his pitching future is in doubt, which it takes away a big chunk of his novelty. Okay. And Caleb Williams, which town, 
quarterbacks are 50-50. So there's, there's negatives for each, each of the three. Well, I already know that Shohei Otani can do it professionally. I don't know about Caleb or Caitlin. I, I would not be surprised if both are f- successful. Now, if you say I, I'm buying them at a lower price, I mean, Shohei Otani is kind of Apple stock. But if I'm getting Caitlin and Caleb at a lower, lower price, then all right, I might consider that. If I'm looking at the profit that I'm going to make off of this, I don't know anything about stocks, by the way. I don't know anything. Yeah, Paul. But Otani will now be playing into October and likely deep in October mm-hmm. for the first time in his career. And he'll have the stage to himself on national TV, Fox, et cetera, et cetera. That's, that's a big step up for him. Yeah, and Caleb would have to get into the playoffs, and Caitlin Clark into the playoffs as well. Uh, she'll be the number one pick by Indiana. Yes, Marv? It's hard because Caitlin has to lift up a league. So that's going to be the tough thing because she's got to bring that same phenomenon energy over to the WNBA where the Connecticut Sun have a line waiting outside of Mohegan Sun Arena to go see her play. I'm not sure she'll have that effect. Yeah, well, hopefully she doesn't view it as she has to lift up the WNBA. That, you know, just lift up the franchise that she's going to go to. I mean, that, that would, I would repeat that to her. Hey, just lift up the team that you're going to. You don't have to be the savior for the WNBA. It might happen in the process, but if you start to win when you go to that new team, the WNBA, then all of a sudden eyes will be on you. Then you're playing important games. Maybe you're playing for a championship as well. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Speaking of Caitlin Clark, she uh, became the all-time leading scorer for uh, women's basketball last night, and uh, she is closing in on Pete Maravich's all-time record, and she spoke about that last night. Obviously, Pete's record's getting closer and closer, and that's somebody that I vividly remember even people in high school coming up to me and talking about Pete and like being like, you need to watch him on YouTube and certain things like that. So it's super special, um, you know, closing in on that. And, you know, I, my first goal is, you know, focusing on Ohio, Ohio State and beating them. But um, it's super special just to be in the same realm of a lot of these really talented players that have done a lot of really great things for, you know, not just men's basketball or just women's basketball, but just basketball in general. She's been coached well. She says the right thing. She compliments her teammates. She mentions Lynette Woodard. She mentions Pete Maravich. She scored 33 in that win. Next up will be Ohio State as she uh, tries to move past Pete Maravich on the all-time scoring list. I like that there's at least a debate about this or, oh, Pete only played three years. A lot of people don't even know uh, about Pete Maravich or a lot of the details about Pete Maravich. They just see the name and they go, oh, okay. Uh, or Lynette Woodard, you know, Jackie Stiles. You you had some players, their names, Kelsey Plum. You know, it's good that we remember those who came before us. And I think that's what's been great about this with Caitlin Clark, that we have brought up names that we haven't brought up in decades. And I think that that's a positive for this moment. Uh, let's see. Uh, Tom in Ohio. Hi, Tom. What's on your mind today? Hey, morning, DP. Hey, bud. Hey, I got a pie in the face uh, challenge for you. Okay. I've uh, been, been watching on Peacock uh, for a long time, and uh, during you guys' breaks, I see Seton uh, out there shooting a lot. Marvin feeding him out of the corner and from the top of the key. Um, I'd like to see a NBA style. I don't care what uh, distance you do, um, but around the, around the circle between you and Seton, 
uh, three-point shooting contest for a pie in the face. Well, Seton's got to graduate to my level. You know, this isn't just one of those where you go, oh, come on up and, you know, start shooting with me. Yeah, Seton. Yeah, I was just going to apologize, actually, on behalf of the, of that guy. There's no reason for you to be included with a mess like me yeah. in a shooting contest. Yeah. I, I mean, Seton would have to go through Marvin uh, or maybe go through Fritzy and then Marvin. And then if, if, if I have the time, then maybe I'll do it. You know, I'm all in favor of uh, blindfolded free throws. Yeah, like that's where I am now. Kind of bored with hitting these jumpers, so let's just do it. Blindfolded. We could run them real quick though, if you want, in the break. Do blindfolded? No, no. Let's just do. Let's just do five from the corner. Yeah, but I like once again. I I have to get loose. I got to go out there, and you know, it's a whole deal. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I make an excuse. Excuses. Now. No, I mean, it'd be like if you said to Larry Bird, hey, Larry, do you want to yeah. come shoot three-point? And he'd be like, no. And then, come on, Larry, shoot uh, against Steph Curry. No. Okay. Like, we don't need to. What do I have to gain? Nothing. Yeah. You never want to put yourself at risk, as Dan Marley found out when he put himself, himself at risk against me. Never recovered. It would he be terrible not. if there was a video that showed you as the second-best yes. shooter in the studio. Yes. Exactly. That would be tough. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. It's like nobody wants to have a voice-off contest with me. It's just not going to happen. But if it did and somebody came in and all of a sudden they're like, <coughs> yeah, yeah, and then they had a better voice and I go, oh, my God, now it's time to retire. But it's not. Um, Mark in South Bend. Hi, Mark. What's on your mind today? Dan, how are you doing? Two quick things real quick. Uh, Ryan Poles, the Bears GM, I think uh, really keeps his cards close. And I think, uh, I know Peter King said they might be holding on the fields, and that's still a possibility. And I think uh, he might wait till draft day if uh, he doesn't trade fields before then. And he's going to wait a while to after the combine, even if he gets an offer for fields on a trade. And uh, the other thing is, I was wondering if Joey Votto's going to come by for another visit. He's the most funniest sports comedian. Uh, personality or is and what's his latest on trying to beat a number two girlfriend for taylor swift yeah um i guess he reached out to us joey Votto, on social media that he wanted to come back on i don't know if he has a team but yeah we always enjoy joey Votto, and joey could have shot a shot with taylor swift and then travis kelsey moved in and then joey Votto got kicked to the curb uh, so i don't know who he moves on to you know, maybe an Ariana Grande or somebody like that. Olivia Rodriguez. You know. But, yeah, Joey Votto, I think he still wants to play another year. But we'll let you know. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe, uh, maybe Joey will join us. Last time we talked to him, he was in Iceland on oh, yeah. vacation, right? Yeah. After, the, uh, after the season. You've been to Iceland? No, my family has. He said it was wonderful. Hmm. Yeah, they said it was great. Had a great time. Very scenic. Very pretty. Uh Carrie in Dayton. Hi, Carrie. What's on your mind today? Hey, good morning, Dan. How's it going? Hey, bud. Uh, University of Dayton, class 08. Okay. Didn't graduate until 2010, but that's besides the point. <laughs> uh, I had a submission for the leap year names that I'm surprised wasn't on Fritzy's list, okay. and that would be Howard Hopalong Cassidy. Oh, okay. Well, that would take Fritzy doing a little homework instead of somebody from the 70s. We're going to do skipping and walking and running, then you got to get yeah, hopping in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Howard Hopalong Cassidy. He played at uh, Ohio State, I believe. How about Skip Holtz? Skip Holtz, Lou Holtz. <laughs> Lou Holtz's son. 
Dave in California. Hi, Dave. Dan, how are you, man? Great, Dave. Hey, uh, so I'm a six foot, two hundred, two ten, uh, non surgery recovery listener. So, anyways, <laughs> I'll try to be quick with this. Uh, I was on vacation last week. I live about fifteen minutes from Disneyland, so I'm right by the Tragic Kingdom over there. Uh, Fritzy, I'm looking at you, bro. Look, in four years, you're going to need a new job. I got you, dude. This is it. Jungle Cruise. Anybody that's ever been to Disneyland and Southern California <laughs> listeners are going to know I'm right. This is nothing but 10 minutes of Fritzy. It's 10 minutes of, uh, I'll give you one example. You take the cruise, you, you're going through the jungle, and there's a big batch of concrete elephants. And here's the riff. Well, there's concrete proof that elephants existed in the jungle. <laughs> I mean, it's just, that's what it is. So I just wanted to let you know, Fritzy, I'm your personal headhunter. I got you, dude. Thank you, Dave. That's very nice. I think that's an awesome idea. Actually. I have been on that ride before with my family. I think if you were the one that was conducting the tour, people would be jumping overboard. <laughs> Rather be attacked by animals. Yes. Uh, I know it doesn't cost peanuts to come to Disney, but okay, there's the elephants. Okay. I think you could do that. The cheese factor would be at an all-time high where you'd be able to say all these corny things. And and people are usually in a good mood at Disney World or Disneyland, and they'd be like, oh, <laughs> Not like us, you know, an educated ear. Please keep your trunks in the boat. There's a couple of big guys I see coming around the corner. Are people in a good mood at amusement parks, theme parks, etc.? As they enter, they As are. they go in. Uh, gonna... <laughs> when I, you know, it always sounds great in theory. And, and any of you parents out there, if you haven't gone, just understand how you go in and how you leave Orlando or California will be drastically different. You'll look at your kids different. They'll look at you differently and not necessarily in a good way. Yes, Pauline. When you go to Disney, you have to have a plan like you're invading a country. You have to have charts and maps and buses and know where there's there is food, strategy, where there's, there's water. Absolutely. If there's rain, it, it, you have to plan it like you're going for an attack. Yes, you do. Oh, the meltdowns, because, you know, having four kids, you know, in a seven-year window, and, you know, one is young and you're holding or helping walk, and then the older one wants to go on his own, and then you got one that's melting down, you know, somebody spilled something, a ride made somebody throw up. Like, it's just, it, it is sensory overload. Everybody should experience it, but I'm just telling you, when you're on the flight back or getting in the car to come back, you probably aren't talking too much to one another. You can't wait to get back to work. Yeah. <laughs> nice shift in the office. And once again, this coming from somebody whose parents drove overnight from Arizona to Disneyland, and we didn't go into Disneyland. We stayed at a hotel by Disneyland. My dad never said we were going into Disneyland. He said we were going to Disneyland. So going to Disneyland, not into Disneyland. And he, he got us on the technicality. Yes, Marv? Me and my wife, we always do count the meltdowns because she's a big Disney buff. And so she has the countdown. She's all, I mean, the plan, all, all of that. We counted 14 meltdowns one day and then 15 meltdowns the next day. I have four myself. Yeah. And the parents are like, you know how much money this costs? <laughs> oh, you mean well. You do. You, it, you, everybody means well. It's a good idea in theory. Yes, it is.
Yes, it is. When we come back, college football was supposed to have a 12-team playoff. Now they're talking about a 14-team playoff. How did that happen? Take a break. Back after this. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More phone calls coming up. Saw this story yesterday, and I, I thought I, there was a typo because they were talking about a 14-team playoff, and I go, we didn't even get to the 12-team playoff, and now we're talking about, or at least there's discussions about a 14-team playoff in college football. So uh, Fritzy reached out to Heather Dinich, who covers the sport for uh, the Mothership, national college football reporter, and she's kind enough to join us. What happened to 12, Heather, that now we're already talking about 14? 12 is still here. Now everybody can get set for 12-team playoff for each of the next two seasons. College football fans are going to see that this fall. But the contract runs out. The 12-year college football playoff contract with ESPN 
runs out following the 2025 season. So the discussion is then what? Then what happens? So that's why they're talking about a 14-team playoff now because it's all tangled up with the TV contract. The deal that's on the table is this two years plus six more years. And so what do they want the format to look like in those six years? And of course, as you know, this is all stemming from sweeping conference realignment, which has made the SEC and the Big Ten the biggest, wealthiest conferences in the country. And they're saying, hey, we've got more teams. We've got better teams. We want more spots. We want more money. And here we are. Is this a, a Big Ten SEC initiative? They're the ones pushing this? I'm not so sure how much the SEC is pushing it. Our sources have indicated definitively that Big Ten Commissioner Tony Petiti was the first to raise the question of maybe 16 teams. And now the discussion has been focused more on 14 teams. And next week, our understanding, according to sources, is that the FBS commissioners and Notre Dame leadership will try to convene again through a video conference and maybe get a little bit clearer of a picture because the clock is ticking as far as the TV contract goes. These guys are, are trying to get this done quickly. Give me the format. How does this work? Let's say it's the 12-team the playoff. How many of these games to start out with are home games for teams? And how many are labeled bowl games? In the 12-team playoff, we're talking about what we're going to see this fall. Um, so in the 12-team playoff, it's a 5-plus-7 format for this season. That means the five highest-ranked conference champions plus the next seven best teams are going to be in this thing. The four highest-ranked conference champions will receive a first-round bye. Notre Dame can't get one of those because they can't be a conference champion. So we'll start there. <laughs> the ranking on selection day is going to look different than the seeding that happens for the bracket minutes after it. So here's an example for you. Alabama's number one in the country. Georgia's number three. They play each other in the SEC championship game. Well, Georgia doesn't have a title because they lose to Alabama. They can't get a first round by as a conference champion. So the highest they can get as a seed would be number five, even though they might be the committee's number three team. So Georgia would have to win four straight games in this 12-team system this year to win the national title, if that makes sense. But are these labeled bowl games? Are they just playoff games? Or, like, how does the bowl system still exist in conjunction with the uh, playoffs? So the New Year's Six Bowls are still part of the system, but the first round games are home games. So once you get past the first round games, then you start, then the committee, part of their job on selection day when they're slotting that bracket is to say, okay, these four teams with the bye are going to go to Cotton Peach, Fiesta, Orange Shirt, or whatever it might be. And then they move on towards the semifinals and the national championship on January 20th. Notre Dame's role in all of this is what? Well, they're going to have to win four straight games to win a national title, too, in this 12-team system, regardless of how they finish. They could be the committee's number one team in the country on Selection Day, 
and get that fifth seed minutes later because they can't win a conference championship. And they are okay with that. Let's make sure everybody, you know, there's, there's a lot of people out there wringing hands and a lot of angst over, oh, Notre Dame can't get one of those first-round buys. Jack Swarwick, their athletic director, was one of the four people who wrote that. So they're okay with that. They're excited about uh, having to get to host a, a first-round game. That's how it works out if they're in, in the playoff. And if it does go to 14 teams, the same holds true in that they couldn't get a guaranteed spot because they can't win a conference. And they would have to count on one of those at-large spots, even in a 14-team playoff. Are they trying to incentivize Notre Dame to join a conference? No, and I don't think that that even that would incentivize them to change their stance on it. And quite frankly, I think one of the questions that is ultimately going to come up at some point, particularly from the coaches, is the value of playing in the conference championship game. You know, well, we could lose and you drop to that number five seed, et cetera, et cetera. There are, are different views on that. But my understanding is that the conference championship games aren't going anywhere anytime soon. Does this change Florida State's mindset of leaving the ACC? They're a wild card, aren't they? And, and all of these conversations. You know, I think that the biggest thing that could change their mindset and further push them towards trying to escape is if, if, they do wind up granting three automatic bids to the SEC and the Big Ten and two to the ACC and the Big 12. I, again, I can't stress the word if enough because having covered this for over a decade, anything can happen. That's just the idea that's gotten the most traction to this point. And so there are people in the ACC who certainly are not thrilled about this idea, and I'm guessing Florida State's probably one of them. But is this going to be voted on, like, soon for the, the 14 teams? So next week's meeting, I'm hoping that there's more information as to how close they are towards that. And something like this does have to get passed to the presidents. There are 11 presidents and chancellors who have the authority to actually change the playoff. They have to be unanimous on it, and they ha would have to get their stamp of approval. But... Even if they say, hey, this is what we want to do, the three, three, two, two, one, one, however you want to describe it, um, they still have to go back on their campuses and talk to their presidents and chancellors about this if that's the way that they want to go. But again, I know CFP Executive Director Bill Hancock has said publicly that the timeline is mid-March and we are creeping up on that. <sighs> It's always fascinating. Always fascinating. Thank you, Heather. We appreciate your insights on this. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Heather Dinich, senior writer for ESPN.com <laughs> and uh, college football reporter for The Mothership. Oh, college football. Got college basketball. Think about 96 schools. We, we stopped at 12, and then we'll stop at 12 for two years, and then maybe go to 14, and then... Then we're kind of locked in on 14, it feels like, for, what, four four years? Big TV deal coming up. Schools joining the Big Ten. Schools joining the SEC. Schools wanting to leave the ACC. No more Pac-12. That's a lot. 
Got a couple of phone calls in here. Uh, let's see. Greg in Indiana. Greg, that was good stuff with Heather. Yeah. Uh, hey, Greg. Hey, Dan. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, just wanted to comment on Fritzy's list for the leap year. Kind of surprised he didn't go with music with the logical choice being Van Halen jump. That's all I got. Okay. All right. Thank you, Greg. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Van, Fair. Van Halen Fair. jump with uh, leap year names. Uh, Michael in Vegas. Hey, Mike, what's on your mind? Hey, Dan, Dan, that's first time, long time, six foot, 175. During the pre-show look-in, Paulie was trying to explain the, uh, the math on leap years and how it doesn't take exactly 365 days for us to go around and, and call it a year, so that's why we have the leap year. Believe it or not, every 100 years... We do not have a leap year to keep the math right. So it's like 2100 when we're all around for that. There will not be a leap year. Even further to keep the math right, every 400 years, they still have a leap year. So if we go back to 2000, we had a leap year to keep the math going correctly. Really? Okay. Uh, all right. Well, thank you, Michael. I'm more confused. Yes, Paul. Yeah, if you're keeping track at home, if you survive to 2100, there will not be a leap year that, that that year. So, like, where there usually be a February 29th, there will not be one. And in 2200, 2300, and 2500. All right, I'll plan accordingly. Yeah, plan accordingly. All right, thank you. Uh, Bob in Portland. Hi, Bob. What's on your mind today? And then, uh, then it's first time, a long time, 5'6", a medium, 195. Yes. Uh Dan, you get it. I, I appreciate you so much in your show. You get it. We got the new addition, my brother, from a different mother, Marvin. It's Black History Month. Marvin, you're my brother. You're my representative in the in the nation of Dan Patrick. Appreciate you much. No, this is not the white guy from Virginia. This is a real brother here in Portland <laughs> listening, loving you. And, Dan, I sent you an email for an idea a couple of days ago. Hope you get a chance to read it. It's too late to do it now. But welcome, Marvin. Welcome, Danette. Teamwork is what it's all about. A lot of people don't get how the races are joined so much together with teamwork and working together on a daily basis. So all right. Well, thank you, Bob. Yep. Marvin and uh, Black History Month got an extra day. And Bob said we just solved racism. <laughs> so we brought everybody together. Thank yeah. you. That's what the extra day did. Yeah. yeah. That's February 29th. Yeah. We did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. So thanks, guys. How about a round of applause Mark. here? Hey, but Mark. Yeah. 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 <laughs> can't, can't wait till Friday. Oh. Whatever. <laughs> New music Friday. Oh. Oh. Wow. Oh. Wow. Wow. Oh, man. <laughs> this reminds me of school. Yeah. We learned about Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks. March 1st. All right. Throw those in the garbage. Yeah. No, 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 no. Don't put them in your desk. Throw them in the garbage. George Washington. Yeah. John Kennedy. Right. right. <laughs> so back to Helen Keller. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's take a break. How about that? Let's take a break. By the way, gambling podcast, Shay and Irving, Dylan the graphics guy, Bad Larry are taking the Wonderlick test. And then we're going to have the results on the podcast later today. That'll be up on danpatrick.com. All right, take a break back after this. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Bears head coach, Matt Eberflus, uh, met with the press at the Combine, and he had this to say on the type of quarterback he wants. I look at situations. You know, I look at the guys that can operate third down, two minute, and the end of the game situations. That, that to me, is what se- that's the separator. And then you look at toughness. Toughness for a quarterback really is, is about the mental toughness to be able to stand in the pocket and deliver the ball um, and then also have the discernment to be able to move out of the pocket and create when it's necessary so and there's they come on all different shapes and sizes but uh yeah it's always been fun to evaluate those guys okay is he describing justin fields is he describing caleb williams and the bears don't want to tip their hand in any way because they want to make sure that they have some leverage when they trade justin fields if that's what's going to happen here but it still feels like Caleb Williams makes the most sense here and that what can you get for Justin Fields? That's what I'm really curious about. Is he going to cost the Falcons a second-round pick or a third-round pick? What's he going to ask for? What kind of salary is he going to eventually get paid? That's another thing that you have to factor in with all of this with the Bears. If you would stay with Justin Fields, you pass on Caleb Williams, you trade that pick, you get some more picks, you strengthen the roster, you still have to pay Justin Fields. You have to be sold that he is a franchise quarterback. Unless you're going to go, we're going to pay you $25 million for next year, and then we'll see after that. Then you could be right back where you are right now looking for a quarterback. 
and you probably won't have the number one pick. I mean, they had seven wins. The fact that they have the number one pick is because they made a great trade with Carolina. Yes, Marvin. If you're the NFL, do you schedule week one, Bears at Commanders? Try to get your number one versus number two? Or you could do Bears against Carolina because they traded that pick, got the number one pick, and then they drafted Caleb Williams. And you also have DJ Moore who played at Carolina. Yes, Pauline. I think that uh, Mariota and Jameis Winston faced each yeah, other they did. in week one. Yeah. Uh, I saw, I think it was Field Yates or one of those guys saying yesterday that, that the, he thinks the market value for Justin Fields, best case for the Bears, is a second round and fourth round draft pick. Okay. Yeah, probably so. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Steve in California. Hi, Steve. What's on your mind today? DP. Steve. Hey, a couple quick things. Uh, so. A few years ago, I got an argument with my then-girlfriend, and so my brother just comes to pick me up to get out of there and hit some golf balls, and we're sitting at a stop sign, and he had, was quiet as a church mouse in there, and he all of a sudden he looks at me and goes, and they're going to play it and play it, and we just absolutely started rolling. Well, my brother passed away the next day, sad story, and ever since then, anytime I'm driving to work, I hear the play of the day, and it just reminds me of him, and it puts a big smile on my face. And the second thing is, I want you to ring me up, strike three on the way out. Thanks. Hey, ha! <laughs> <laughs> I, I command. Yeah. I'm always ready. I'm always ready for a punch out. Tommy in Minnesota. Hi, Tommy. Good morning, Dan, and thanks for taking my call. 510-162. And before I get to my question for you, I want to make a comment on some of what I think are the demographics of your callers. Uh, I would assume they're mostly males between the age of 25 and 50. I'll tell you, Dan, I am older than you, so like you, I can remember a lot of pretty historical uh, sporting events that I saw live uh, that probably before the Danettes were even born. But here's my question for you, Dan, and this is a combine question. Mm-hmm. If you were to send the four Danettes to the combine, what would each of their specialties be? I have my ideas, but I'd like to hear yours. Well, hand size wouldn't be Marvin's. Uh, that that wouldn't be where I would send him into. Um Let's see. Fritzy uh, bench press. Paulie, I'm going to do the cone drill. <laughs> that's that's wrong. The three cone drill. I would keep me in an interview room and avoid any athletic events. Marvin, I guess you told me you used to be fast, so I'm going to put you in the 40-yard dash. I'm going under seven seconds. Okay. Guaranteed? Guaranteed. Ed. Okay. All right. Seton, hmm. I think I'm going to have you out there uh, throwing you know, some throwing drills. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I'm going to take advantage of you. You know, you <laughs> get that. Like like the kid in the Cam Newton yeah. commercial. Yeah, we're built exactly the same, actually, yeah. me and that <laughs> four-year-old kid. Did you see that video of Cam Newton and those coaches from another 7-on-7 team coming after him? It looked like a 7-on-7 fight, but 7-on-1. But Cam is so big. And you see these guys. Plus, he's got his hat on and his hair, and they're they're coming after him because Cam was you know talking junk to them. Yeah, Marvin, his hat didn't move. He did. How do you win a fight by not throwing a punch? He literally dragged one guy and had the other guy in a headlock. Yeah, we saw him in person. Yeah. Like, 
We did reach out to Cam. I said, uh, you know, hey, ask him if he wants to come on, explain what happened. How about this day in sports history, Pauling? Yeah, uh, not a lot. This uh, Hank Aaron, 1972, signed a contract with the Braves for $200,000 a year. A whole bunch back then. Uh, this is weird. I don't remember this at all. 1992, the Professional Spring Football League began operations and ceased it five months later. 1996, the Dallas Mavericks set an NBA record at the time with 18 threes made in the game. Hmm. Now that's commonplace. Every single team in the NBA has had a game like that this year. 1972, Hank Aaron became the first player to earn an average salary of $200,000. He signed a three-year deal with the Braves. I don't know if this has happened before. Um, 1964, the Cincinnati Royals had Oscar scoring 43 and Jerry Lucas grabbing 40 rebounds. So you had a 40-40 game by two different players on the same team in the same game. I don't... I can't imagine that that's happened before. If that's the first time it happened was 1964, I don't think anybody's come close to that since then. What we have Kevin Love with 30 rebounds? Did he do a 30-30 that night when he was in uh, um, Minnesota, I think? What's the most rebounds somebody's had in a game? Yeah, Paul. I have Kevin Love, November 2010, 31-31 against the Knicks. Okay, what's the most rebounds that somebody has had since Jerry Lucas had 40 in a game? Yes, Mark. Not surprising. Will Chamberlain, 55 rebounds. Well, no, 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 no. I'm talking about he had 55, but did he have 55 after that? What year was that when he had 55? 1960. Okay. So oh, since. Y- since. Yeah, this is 64. You mean like modern era? Yeah. Oh, man. Has anybody had 35 rebounds? I can't find anyone with over... 39 since the 60s. Okay. And we're looking. Yeah, because I'm wondering if, if, like, Kevin Love, is he does he have the most rebounds in a game since, you know, whatever, 2000 before that? Yeah, Marvin, do you got one? Yeah. Yeah. Since Charles Oakley had 35, which is the most okay. in 1988. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah Paul. Dennis Robin had a couple in the 30s. Okay. Uh, what did you learn today, Todd? Washington Commanders owner Josh Harris is sitting in on player interviews at the Combine. What is that about? What could go wrong? Seton O'Connor. College football might have 12, 15, 75, (laughs) or maybe 97 teams. Why don't we do 96 college basketball teams and 96 football teams? Everybody, come on down. Marvin, what'd you learn? Joey Votto is the most funniest guest. He is, according to one of our listeners. Paulie? I just learned that Moses Malone had 37 rebounds in 1979. Todd, what did I learn? ESPN's Matt Miller says he would not take Drake May if he was with the Patriots. They just don't have the infrastructure right now. TireRack.com, the official tire expert of the Dan Patrick Show. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. Easy to use tire decision guide. Full lineup of Redestine tires. Special offers. Free road hazard protection. Mobile tire installation. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Have a wonderful Thursday. We look forward to trying to entertain you tomorrow on a Meet Friday. For Fritzy, Seton, Marv, Paulie, the backroom guys, and yours truly. Talk to you tomorrow. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Everything you love about Mercedes, the style, the comfort, the technology, the choice, is now available in electric. The vehicles, all electric. The feeling, all Mercedes. The choice, all yours. Learn more mbusa.com slash eq thank you for traveling with amex platinum to your right you'll see oceanside relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property when booked through amex travel you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m late checkout that's the powerful backing of american express terms apply learn more at americanexpress.com slash with amex